Welcome to Respecting the Word podcast, where the goal is respecting the Bible and its context and apply it biblically to our lives. Scripture dictates scripture and God is sovereign over all of creation. My faith is in Jesus and him alone and not myself. I'm your host, Donnie. So, um, I hope, you know, people are listening and not so much to hear me, but just continue praying for my wife. Thanks for the ones who have. She goes for her MRI tomorrow. So we're pretty excited about that. Finally, that's happening. We've been waiting for about three weeks or more. So let's get with the podcast. So we went over different evangelism conversations that Jesus had, bringing the knowledge of sin to a person to bring them to Jesus. We discussed Lady at the Well, Young Rich Ruler, and Acts 2. The knowledge of sin was brought, which brought faith in Christ. When Christ saved me, I started started learning to evangelize. The hardest part was to get conversations going, flipping it, flip it from the natural to the spiritual. So the more I witnessed to people, the more I noticed the lack of conviction from people. They knew they were going to hell, and it was like they didn't care at all. And that was what I could see, but I didn't know what came of people after I planted the seed. They could die off, or the seed could die off, or it could flourish. The parable of the sower describes what happens when we proclaim the gospel. So when I wasn't seeing the fruit, and it puzzled me, I went straight to my Bible for answers. I didn't ask my pastor or anyone else. Most people don't recognize this at all. I remember when, what happened to me when I was saved and compared it to the world. So let's start with the Holy Spirit. So the law is preached, and there is conviction of sin. How does a person get a com- true conviction of, of sin? A person needs godly sorrow and not worldly sorrow. For our gospel did not come to you in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Spirit and with full conviction, just as you know what kind of men we prove to be among you for your sake. And that was First Thess- Thessalonians one five, and then John sixteen eight through nine. And he, when he comes, will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment concerning sin, because they do not believe in me. So let's back up though. Let's look at when we first hear the beginning of the gospel. How many times had we heard it before and didn't understand it? And just the same with reading the Bible, did not understand it. I, I remember in middle school reading the KJV and didn't understand what I read. The gospel all seemed the same. The gospels, the book, you know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, seemed, them, seemed the same and didn't make sense. Therefore, with that being said, the Holy Spirit would have to open our eyes and ears to understand the gospel, to hear and understand and to read and understand. I know after Christ saved me, I could understand the KJV. 
I opened up to Romans without knowing anything of it, of what I was looking at or understanding. I thought to myself as I read it, why don't churches teach this? So let's get back on track. Back to the whole Holy Spirit, <clears throat> First Thessalonians 1.5, where our gospel did not come to you in word only, but in the power and in the Holy Spirit and with full conviction. Just as you know what kind of men we prove to be among you for your sake. And John sixteen eight nine, and he when he comes will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment concerning sin because they do not believe in me. So with those two verses, the Holy Spirit has to convict a person. No conviction by the Holy Spirit. There is no conviction. No salvation. Like in Romans eight nine, however you are in the flesh, but in the spirit. If indeed the spirit of God dwells in you. But if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he does not belong to him. There are some groups out there that deny the Holy Spirit because they go to the extreme of wanting nothing to do with the Charismatics. But we can teach biblical context to inform people. So we, we see here the Holy Spirit causing us to hear, understand, convicts us, and now with the convictions we have repentance. Now we can't repent on our own. We have God granting that repentance. With Second Timothy 2.25, with gentleness, correcting those who, in, who are in opposition, if perhaps God may grant them repentance, leading to the knowledge of the truth. So the Holy Spirit opens our hearts and minds to hear and understand with conviction of sin and God grants repentance and all that with and all that with comes godly sorrow from a person. So since we are righteous before a holy God, we now need an advocate to keep us righteous. And that when we put our faith in Christ, my little children, First John 2, 1. My little children, I am writing these things to you so that you may not sin. And if anyone sins, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. Now, here's the, you know, that's the icing on the cake. The, the dramatic, life-changing ending. First Corinthians 15, 3-4. For I delivered to you as of first importance what I also received that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures and that he was buried and that he was raised on the third day according to the scriptures you know in John three sixteen, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life so let this sink in the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit all have a part in saving us, the wretched sinners we are, and our Creator saving us. He doesn't even have to save us, but He does for His glory. There is nothing special about us that we of ourselves can find. Because in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And that's all. Everyone falls short. 
if none of this takes place, we can't be saved at all. We are dead in our sins forever or until Christ saves us. So everyone who claims they are a Christian and don't have this similar testimony like this, they need to evaluate themselves to make sure they are in the faith. So if you believe you are truly saved and aren't familiar with this, please let the scriptures correct you. Remember what Jesus said to the disciples in John fifteen six sixteen. You did not choose me, but I chose you. Are you 100% sure you are saved? If you died right now, where would you go? Heaven or hell? Have you ever lied? Ever lusted? Are you guilty of breaking God's law? Please repent and put your faith in Christ. He alone saves. He took the punishment for sins. Thank you for listening. You can find Respecting the Word on Spotify, Podcast Index, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Alexa, Podcast Addict, Podchaser, Pocket Cast, Deezer, Listen Notes, Player FM, and now on Apple. Now serve our God.